Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. One of my favorite conversations I've ever had on There Are No Girls on the Internet is with a writer who was targeted and harassed online about how she continues to stay safe while doing visible work on the Internet. Without missing a beat, she said, anybody worried about online harassment should sign up for Delete Me. I signed up for Delete Me right then and there, and I personally recommend it to anyone. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls, code nogirls. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. There Are No Girls on the Internet is a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is There Are No Girls on the Internet. Last month, we heard from former Facebook data scientist turned whistleblower Sophie Zong about the ways Facebook has spread harm. Now, her entire story from taking a job at Facebook to deciding to blow the whistle on the company at great personal risk is worth listening to. Here's a clip. When you think about Facebook, are you, is there part of you that is hopeful? Like, do you think that it can be, that it can be saved? Can it be a force for good or is it just too late? It's very attractive for people to say, the road is fundamentally totally broken and can't be fixed, therefore I'm not going to do anything. And thus it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then you can say, I was right, nothing changed. 
because in the end nothing nothing will happen unless unless we the people make it happen because if everyone writes it off and says it's facebook it's broken then uh, what's the point we already know that it's already awful we can't do anything then it then that will become a self-fulfilling prophecy and no one will ch- and, and no because no one will step forward to fix it or change it in the first place mm. and so the question of will anything happen that's really up to us it's it's up to it's up to yourself it's up to me it's up to the people listening so what can we do how can we just as regular people who use the platform hold facebook accountable it can sometimes feel like we don't really have a lot of power against a billion dollar global tech company like facebook but kairos an organization that builds power for black and brown communities online is hoping to change that starting with asking everyone to log off of facebook starting november 10th 98% of Facebook's revenue comes from ads targeted at us, just regular people who use Facebook. That means their revenue depends on our regular use of and engagement with the platform. Now, Kairos is not asking people to delete Facebook. Instead, it's more like a strike. The Facebook logout campaign is an attempt to harness the economic power of consumers to directly impact Facebook's bottom line. And for Jelani Drew Davi, Kairos campaign director, it's all about power, taking it away from tech billionaires and building it for marginalized people. So first of all, how did you wind up doing the work that it is that you do? Like, how did you get to where you are right now? Yeah, um, I I smile because I'm like, I don't really know either. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I was an organizer, grassroots organizer for a while. Um, and I decided that I needed a break. A little bit. Uh, I think it was really enriched. I lived in Richmond, Virginia in 2017, Charlottesville, and all of the things. And I was kind of deep in it. And, you know, we get burnt out as organizers. And that's what happened to me as a grassroots organizer. Um, and my friend was like, hey, well, you should do digital organizing. And I was like, what even is that? So I decided to apply for the Kairos Fellowship. We really got skilled up in what digital organizing was in a way that I think is very different because it's focused on racial equity and and equality and really about changing the field of digital organizing um, and putting black and brown people into it to do the work for our people. And I kind of fell in love with taking down big tech, um, which is a strange sentence to say, but it's something, you know, I like to make CEOs have a really bad day. Um, and I'm happy to have landed full circle back at Kairos now that we campaign, um, running campaigns at the intersection of tech and racial justice. Jelani, you and I have been on so many calls together, so many different coalition meetings together. We have been talking about making like tech billionaires ha- having the worst, ha- make- making them have a bad time for a very long time. And it's interesting that we're in this moment where a lot of the public is kind of catching up to us. You know, Facebook has had a really intense couple of weeks in terms of like all of this stuff that we have known for a while becoming public in these very um, specific ways. What are your thoughts on just like what we're seeing coming out of Facebook with these whistleblowers and, you know, all of this, all of these revelations that we've known for a while being made so painfully clear to folks who might not have been so aware? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've, seen a time since maybe Cambridge Analytica and like that first whistleblower that we saw come out 
where it's been so much attention on Facebook. And I think in the last, I don't know, year with COVID misinformation, with an elect presidential election happening last year, with January 6th, that has all changed, like you said. I, you know, personally, I'm like, where were y'all at? And, you know, professionally, I'm like, let's go, let's organize people, let's get all people to, you know, really take back their power. Um, this is definitely a different moment in time where, you know, we're seeing Facebook's direct harm on children, our society, our democracy. And, you know, people are really desperate, I think, to be able to do something about it. It's so interesting that you use the phrase, take back our power. I think before I was very involved in like platform accountability work, I just had this, uh, this blanket assumption that as a person who used social media, a person that used technology, I had no power. Like, who was I to tell the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world how to run these, these, these platforms that I didn't fully understand how they work? Like, I'm not a software engineer. I'm not a data person. And I think that for me, what really clicked was this change of like, well, actually, it wouldn't exist if not for, you know, the people who use these platforms. And so if we amass together, we actually do have power. And when I started thinking like that, I was like, why was I so quick to believe this this fiction that people mm -hmm. who use social media have no power and have no right to say, you know, what their experience on these platforms look like when they are the lifeblood of these platforms, they wouldn't exist if not for, for users. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's this thing, I think that where tech companies want us to think like that, like Facebook wants us to think that we're just, just a user or we are just someone with a profile when that's not actually true. We are the reason why they make money. We are the reason why they are even existing in the first place. And so even beginning to shift your understanding of your power when it comes to social media platforms and technologies that we use is huge. Like that is a huge win, I think, if we could start doing that for in mass amounts of people. Yeah. I mean, so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I know that Kairos is doing the logout Facebook campaign, which I'm so excited about. Um, and it seems to be just one avenue that folks, just everyday folks using social media can start to take back some of that power. Can you tell us a little bit about how that campaign came to be? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, this campaign was really born out of frustration. <laughs> it has born, you know, when you go to our, our website, um, the facebooklogout.com, the first thing you're going to see is we're really over Facebook. And that was the first thing I think I typed when I was planning this campaign. Like, I'm really over it. Um, so it's born out of that kind of spirit of we don't want to do any more talking to people on the inside, although that is a lane where I think a lot of people are doing a lot of great work. But we don't want to do that. We don't want to continue to put out little fires here and there or big fires here and there. Um, what we want to do is find a new angle to really try to take Facebook and you know hold it accountable. Um, and that for us was users. That really... I think for us, it's a people power thing. Like when we do think about Facebook, we do think about Facebook users. And like you said before, users aren't, I think users and people, we're not aware that we have power over these like things in our pocket <laughs> that we scroll through every day. And so for us, it's, you know, part changing people's minds, changing people's orientation to a platform like Facebook, but also getting people to take and go from, you know, a pledge like 
pledge to log out to actually take the action um, and log out with us for a couple of days in November. Let's take a quick break. Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It is crucial for us, especially as Black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, Black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or your community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head to iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Y'all know I love the internet, but a sad truth about it is that it can be a scary place, especially for women, people of color, and trans folks. We've talked to people on this podcast, whistleblowers, activists, and advocates who are making technology safer, who then become targets for doing that work. But the truth is, it can happen to any of us online. That's why I personally use and recommend Delete Me. Delete Me finds and removes any personal information you don't want online and makes sure it stays off. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls code nogirls. So in 2024, one of my goals is to finally get serious about my finances. It's been kind of a big emotional thing for me. Thinking about money historically has caused me a lot of anxiety and stress because I have a lot of trauma related to money. And if you can relate, if that sounds like you, check out Fearless Finance. Fearless Finance provides on-demand, comprehensive financial planning by the hour. It's a new way to get financial advice without all the headaches, high fees, and commitments that come with traditional financial advisors. Fearless Finance planners don't sell anything. No used car salesman vibe here, and that means no concerns about being sold something just for the commission that it earns a rep. Their planners meet you where you are on your financial journey. No judgment, whether you're looking to buy a house, optimize your savings, or just want to make sure your finances are okay. They can answer your questions and help you achieve your goals. No question is too small, no problem is too big. Fearless Finance is making financial advice more affordable and accessible. You meet with your planner virtually, and they charge by the hour. Visit fearlessfinance.com today to get started. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit. And you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use code GIRLS. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. 
We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And we're back. One of the tensions that I feel as a digital organizer is that I have a Facebook. I, bar- I barely use it, but I have Instagram where I'm, I'm, I'm active. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I still have Facebook is because, you know, some of the organizing spaces I'm in, a lot of that work happens on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do you, and that's a real tension that I feel around being on the platform at all. So I guess, do you ever, like, like how do you navigate that tension of, like, asking people to take these steps to divest from Facebook in this way, but knowing that some people use it for things like, you know, organizing, some people use it for communicating with, you know, friends and family outside of the U.S., like, it, how do you navigate that tension of, oh, man, Facebook has really created an ecosystem where so many of us really do have to rely on it, but we maybe don't love that that this relationship that we have with Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I, I also have a Facebook that I don't really use. I'm on Instagram, though, and I joke that I'm part of the problem, but like I'm part of the problem. So but even doing this work, you know, there is a real tension and we talk about it all the time internally. We also talk about it to people who, you know, respond to our emails saying, hey, I use this for my small business or I use this for organizing. And so that's why we're not saying delete Facebook. We're not saying just delete it, leave and figure out what you're going to do afterwards. We're saying, you know, use your power to essentially strike from Facebook, you know, as as workers would strike, like how Amazon workers um you know, we're on strikes. So, you know, we're definitely not going to a delete Facebook route. I think the tension is is an interesting one. And I think, you know, looking forward in a more visionary way, I'm interested in having more conversations with people who do log out of like, okay, if Facebook is not the place where you want to be, or not a place that is going to be better for us, then how do we create a world where tech is working for us, where Social media platforms are working for us. Um, so we definitely hear it. We definitely hear that organizing, like a lot of black and brown people organize on Facebook. We definitely hear around businesses. Um, and so we're not expecting people just to up and leave, but we do want to encourage people to take back their power in those, in those couple of days. Um, and, you know, from there, we will see, and we're hopeful that we can start building a, a new future. Mm, I really like that. Yeah, I think. You know, I almost sort of think of it as a kind of like harm reduction. Like I have Facebook, but I don't have it on my phone. So I don't get any kind of notifications from it. When I want, when I need to go to Facebook, I have to go to my computer, open up the browser, type in facebook.com and hit enter. And even that, for at least for me individually, creates a little bit of a barrier where it's not just buzzing in my pocket all the time. And so little things for me, you know, helped me create the conditions just in my own personal life so that Facebook didn't have such a tight grip on my the way that I understood discourse and community and how I kept in touch with folks, right? And so I didn't outright delete it, you know, but just finding these little ways that worked for me to make it less of a part of my daily life. And honestly, so another one that I did was I, I stopped posting on Facebook. So I mm-hmm. rarely make a Facebook post. And I think I usually tell people, once you delete it from your phone and you stop making posts, 
you'd be surprised how little you care what's on Facebook, right? You're right. like, I, like you log in and you're like, oh, it's the same three people having the same silly argument that I don't care about. And for me, that really helped loosen the grip that Facebook had in my own life where I was like, yeah, why do I care what like Megan from my Spanish class in ninth grade <laughs> said about whatever? Like, I don't even know these people. Like it really created this way for me to make Facebook less a part of my like overall um, diet, I guess. And so I think asking folks to log out for a couple of days is a good way of being like, listen, we're not saying delete it altogether. We're saying temporarily get off of it and maybe even use that time to assess the role that it plays in your life overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think there's definitely a more like mental health um, and like digital kind of wellness part of this for sure. And I also think that even, so two things, I think, you know, when Facebook shut down, the glorious six hours when Facebook (laughs) was not online, uh, we really did see how many people were relying on this thing and not just in the US, but globally. And the global part was really striking because, you know, there's countries outside of the U.S. where you open the Internet and it's Mark Zuckerberg's Internet. And or if you like use WhatsApp, for example, um, that is the only way where you can communicate. And so, you know, that's a part of the reason why we're saying like, don't, you don't have to delete it. It's because we know it's so integral to people's lives. And then I also will say that, you know, I was reading an article today around, I think, Facebook banned a developer who created this tool to help people unfollow their feed, like have an unfollow, I guess, thing on their feed um, to unfollow friends and pages and those sort of things. They sent us, they came with cease and desist energy for this person. They sent, you know, legal people after them and banned them from Facebook, I guess for a life or for a very long time. Um, And that is the thing that we're trying to point out. So like, even if Facebook cares about their engagement, and even if you take three days off, that's going to matter to the company, which means like you do have power for sure. And go outside, take a walk, all those things (laughs) when you log off with us in November. What are the demands that y'all are asking of Facebook? I know that you're asking for folks to log, you're asking for just individuals to log out for three days, but then you have specific demands that you're making of Facebook. Can you talk, talk us through some of those? Our demands are really focused on kind of stemming the harm that's happening now. Um, so we know we need an immediate removal of Mark Zuckerberg as CEO. He's doing oh, so a lot. Straight, straight fired. You want him done, gone. I, like gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would make a reference to um, The Apprentice, but I think that's like, we can't, <laughs> we can't really do that. <laughs> so, you know, we're just going to say fire. Fired, you know, yes. Out. Um, so, yeah, that is one of our demands. You know, he's he is both CEO and chairman. He holds a lot of uh, power in the company and he's making disastrous decisions. Um, and it, it kind of stems from him. Uh, and then other other demands go over content moderation policies. So we would like to see, you know, an overhaul of their policies. Um, we want implementation of privacy-centered data policies, a strategy for combating disinformation that doesn't prioritize their bottom line, that like actively removes disinformation that is harmful to folks. Um, and these are just kind of the tip of the iceberg. We, you know, see this as the beginning of a long-term fight to ensure that Facebook is like a safe place for people, communities to gather. 
More after a quick break. Hey, ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It is crucial for us, especially as Black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a backseat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, Black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or your community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. So in 2024, one of my goals is to finally get serious about my finances. It's been kind of a big emotional thing for me. Thinking about money historically has caused me a lot of anxiety and stress because I have a lot of trauma related to money. And if you can relate, if that sounds like you, check out Fearless Finance. Fearless Finance provides on-demand, comprehensive financial planning by the hour. It's a new way to get financial advice without all the headaches, high fees, and commitments that come with traditional financial advisors. Fearless Finance planners don't sell anything. No used car salesman vibe here. And that means no concerns about being sold something just for the commission that it earns a rep. Their planners meet you where you are on your financial journey. No judgment. Whether you're looking to buy a house, optimize your savings, or just want to make sure your finances are okay, they can answer your questions and help you achieve your goals. No question is too small. No problem is too big. Fearless Finance is making financial advice more affordable and accessible. You meet with your planner virtually, and they charge by the hour. Visit fearlessfinance.com today to get started. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit. And you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use code GIRLS. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? 
I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get right back into it. In terms of, like, asking him to step down. I feel like there aren't a lot of people calling, there aren't aren't a lot of organizations calling for Zuckerberg to step down, which is interesting when you think about like, what a terrible job he is doing at his, if if, if you or I was as bad at our jobs as Zuckerberg is, we would have been fired a long time ago. And so it's interesting how it feels to me that a lot of people are not calling for him to step down or be fired. And I love that y'all are just right out the gate he shouldn't be allowed to be a decision maker anymore, or he's proven himself to not be responsible, a responsible, you know, leader of this massive, you know, massive platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I was as bad as my job, you know, I would be gone. If I even thought about being as bad as he was, people would have me fired for sure. And that is, I think that is on, you know, what we've already touched on around people don't think that that is an ask that they can make. Um, and it's not something new that I think I've heard in, in spaces that we're in. Like there's organizations, mostly organizations you know, with people of color who have been like, yo, this dude has to go, you know? Um, and so that that is one of our demands because he's he is just doing the most and not in a good way. <laughs> like he is failing to keep people safe offline and online. And, you know, we just, we don't want it anymore. When we think about you know, some of the harm that we know that Facebook has been responsible for. You know, you had to say, is there anything that surprises you or shocks you about the about some of the harm that we know Facebook has been, you know, party to? I think at this point, nothing shocks me when, you know, these reports come out. I'm like, yes, of course they have. Um, but something that was like striking recently was the information around Instagram and youth and specifically teenage girls. And that I think hit home for a lot of parents and a lot of people who like were teenage girls or are teenage girls or just young people on the internet because, you know, so much of, I think being young and being on the internet is like identity formation. I know for me, like I was on Tumblr figuring out like, am like, what is my sexuality? Like, what is gender? Oh, there's multiple genders. Cool. Like all those things. And I can't imagine being on Instagram at, 15 or 16 or even you know 10 11 12 like kids are now and being fed really really harmful information um and then trying to go to school and do all the other hard things that middle and high school do and so that was something that was super striking um, but i don't think it was surprising i'm the same way way right like i came of age on the internet if it wasn't for you know america online when i was 14 i would have never I would have never kind of it was a it was a real place of self-discovery. And I think there was not it I didn't have the sense that it was like a marketplace for my pain and for my negative experiences where someone was going to be making money incentivizing, 
me feeling bad about myself. And I know the kind of teenager that I was. If that had been the case, I I don't know where I would be. Like I don't I I know that I would not have had the ability. I, I I it worries me. I it's one of those things where I'm like, wow, I'm really lucky to have come of age when I did. And I think that our generate like the generation that is coming of age online today. They deserve a media land. They they deserve to come of age in a media landscape that is not a marketplace for their pain. And mm-hmm. I was, we're so lucky that that it wasn't like that when we were coming of age. And they absolutely deserve to grow up in a landscape and find themselves online and and have these online experiences that can lead to self discovery and can be so self affirming. They deserve that just like I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And they deserve to know that there are people that are doing that for them. And I'm not even just talking about groups like our groups, but I'm talking about like the actual companies. Like when they were talking about Instagram for kids and responding to the Wall Street Journal reports, Facebook was just like, well, it wasn't that bad or we didn't really know or do it. And it's like, do y'all hear yourselves? Like, do you, do you know children? Have you seen a child at all? Do you have children? Like, I'm so confused over <laughs> why you think this is okay. Um, but yeah, kids kids deserve to create communities online that are safe for them. And that is part of the future that I want to see. So when you think about the future of our digital landscape, are you hopeful? Are you like pessimistic? Like like what are your thoughts? I have to be hopeful. Like otherwise I wouldn't be in this work. Um and I would be out real quick. So I'm I'm hopeful and I'm hopeful because there's groups, you know not only ours, but our partners um, who really think about this stuff in a way that is visionary. And I really see more and more that technology issues are integrated into different other issues. So, you know, for example, we have green groups signed on to this campaign. We have groups like Ultraviolet that are working on this campaign. And we, you know, have groups coming from not just a civil liberties or tech accountability angle. Um, they really see the intersection. So I feel hopeful. I feel like one day we're going to take down Facebook or make something beautiful that's otherwise, and it's going to be great. Mm. Well, I'm glad that we have folks like you on our side on this fight. If folks want to join us in the campaign, they can go to the facebooklogout.com, take the pledge, sign up, and we'll see y'all in November for a glorious three days log out of Facebook taking our power back got a story about an interesting thing in tech or just want to say hi you can reach us at hello at tangodi.com you can also find transcripts for today's episode at tangodi.com there are no girls on the internet was created by me Bridget Todd it's a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. Jonathan Strickland is our executive producer. Tari Harrison is our producer and sound engineer. Michael Amato is our contributing producer. I'm your host, Bridget Todd. If you want to help us grow, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. 
Release the Pressure wants to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.